I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé, Season 9, Episode 18, Tell All Part 1. This was great. Wasn't it? It was really good. This is clearly the best tell-all we've had in maybe two years. Yeah, I don't even remember. Because the pandemic ones sucked, basically. Well, they've all been, you kind of said it, they've all been dominated by somebody. by some strong, overbearing character like... Jabri oh. was no like Angela or Larissa. Yeah, Angela and Larissa, they just ruined him. He was just annoying, but he wasn't yelling and screaming. Right. And nobody At least could he talk stayed over in his him. seat other than changing seats. Yeah, with, he's just trying to get you know, airtime. Yeah. Right. Right. So we can handle that. We know e- that. Even about his him. outfit screamed, look at me. I have to say, even going into this episode. That you're going to call him Sparkles from Sparkles. now Sparkles. I said, I'm going to hound him. <laughs> And everybody else will. Just sparkles. He's already putting out stuff on Instagram, like him fighting Binyam. You know, what promoting ever? it. You, you just. You mean getting his ass whooped? Yeah, that's what it would be. <laughs> Beep. I have to say how this whole week, the amount of correspondence or correspondences that we have been getting from listeners, it is. Incredible. It is like we've, um, I think, like we've turned a corner. Yeah, it seems like it. It's almost, I really may need a staff. I posted on Facebook about how nice it made me feel to know that there's people out there that truly look forward to and appreciate our podcast. Like, it has a positive impact on their lives in some way because of difficult circumstances or whatever the case may be. And that was really nice to hear. And I posted about that right before our lives exploded our two lives days in a row. Explode. <laughs> we have um, a personal podcast also. So when you subscribe, you get Real Housewife stuff. And then we have our own personal our, show. Our personal drama. Which is 219 <laughs> episodes of yeah. crap that happens to us. Yeah, and it seems I to be a lot. I really think it's... Um, Stuff really just happens to us, evidently. But it doesn't. But it really doesn't. And I think that's what what I, I gain so much from is we start to hear from more and more of our listeners. And we know that we have a unique demographic probably than most. Um, you know, we're probably not the younger hip crowd. We're not the best <laughs> at, at not. social media and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. We're just kind of here. And if you find us, you find us. And we're not going to beat you over the head with buying our crap and commercials. we're never going to have no. commercials we are and, anti-commercial yeah we've got a subscription show not because we don't have the opportunity because we have been offered commercials yeah but, but we have no. we have said that we will never we will not and because so i despise commercials if five so. years from now we come to somebody and they go hey you said you never have commercials we go oh yeah but that won't happen we no. will never no because i despise them and nope. i will not Sicking you with them. Yeah, I don't want you to have to sit through them either. So we're not going to pedal crap. No, we'll, you'll have we'll we'll mention our three ninety nine Patreon or Apple Channel or Supercast subscription, and that's about that's about all the peddling you're going to get from us. Right. We're not salesmen like Bilal is. <laughs> oh, I thought I loved it. You yeah, know? he really read him, didn't he? Well, and he, he just kind of sat there and took it. You notice he didn't really have a response after that. Well, what could he, he respond to? Kind of left him speechless. To? I thought that was it was brilliant. And the whole room, I did a I did a tweet that was that 
you know, when everybody has figured out when they're all laughing at you and your game, they're just making fun of him. I honestly felt like he shrank down in his seat a little bit. Mm -hmm. Oh, you could see it. And he may not even realize it. I think sometimes you get to a point in whatever industry that you're in where it all bleeds together. And I think it has for him. And maybe he's just now getting it, which I don't think he'll change. But What, that he's business-like at home just well, like he is at no, work? Well, it's that he's manipulative, as oh, a salesman yeah. is. You right. you heard, what, you heard um, Patrick use, you know, keywords and stuff. I thought it was great because it was just yeah. overcoming objections. Yeah, that was he, great. It was super. Classic sales training. Yeah, and he just he read the same books. That's funny. I thought it was brilliant. So, I mean, for me, that may have been the highlight of the show. Talk about getting red. Yeah. <laughs> that perfectly. was right on. Well, it all started. I mean, you think about it. And and honestly, Patrick <clears throat> seemed excited that he'd figured him out, didn't he? Well, he knew it because <laughs> these are his people. Right. And this is what he does. He's just probably younger at it. and He knows what he's doing. And so Bilal is just taking it to his personal life. And even... Even Thais had said, hey, you do this to me sometimes. And he went, well, yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I think it would be hard to turn that kind of stuff off. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I think the big pieces of news that we have from here, and forgive me for not having the best of notes, the two big pieces of news are Kara and Thais pregnant. But we knew that. We did know that. We um, – I don't think that was a big secret if you've been out anywhere. And surely to our subscribers, we had been talking about this for... Yeah, we scooped that a while ago. Probably since the tell-all was okay. filmed. That's kind of when this came out. It got leaked around that point. So, And really, the same thing was, is that... When was it filmed? Uh, you're poor, you don't... I asked the questions around here. <laughs> It seems like it would have been, I like don't know, March? June or June. something like okay. that. I wanted to do the math and try to figure out who should be given birth. And Well, Emily had already. Yeah, Emily. So, yeah, at the tell-all, it was that Emily was pushing around a second child. And this was before her announcement came. So, I mean, even this was, was then, that she already had the kid. That Annette, her look, her schedule was a year earlier. I mean, she they've been married longer than anybody. Uh-huh. They were a whole. I mean, where Patrick and Thais had got married in February, Emily and they were married a year sooner. So this has been a long time for them to run silent. Yeah, you think that was a bit odd? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that baby cute? Yes, it was. So I, cute. I put out that if you're going to keep making them like that, then maybe <laughs> adorable. Yeah, it looks maybe, just like him still. Maybe go ahead and keep doing that. I think we're all right with that. <laughs> so those were the big, I think, two pieces of news there. I think. What do we have for the another one? Was how, how do you feel about uh, on that topic? Before you move on, how do you feel about Cara being pregnant already? Well, I'm, I mean, we know it's it's too early. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, what I said. Maybe not know. for her. For them it is. The The hope would be is too, this shakes. Too early in their relationship. Yeah, but I think for her, she needed somebody. I think she's 30 now. 
and she needed something to shake her up into real, right? Because she's real so immature adulthood. Yeah, and so this could do that. I think Guillermo will make an incredible, wonderful father. I do too. The issue, though, is, is and he looks excited. Is they've got a family that they've got started, and they're not financially in a place where that can really happen. Right, but he did just get his green card, so he can find. A way well, he didn't have his. Oh no, I didn't it wasn't his. him. That was Binion no, that, that was Binion. Right. Okay. So. Yeah, I think that was um I think that was a bit of a I don't know, it's just not a good idea for me. It's worse for Patrick and Thais. I'm assuming Dad just found out. Well, she said she hadn't told her family yet when the friend When John when John told the friend and the friend friend. spilled it on her Instagram. Yeah, I'm still guessing she probably got that deleted and Dad found out about two hours ago <laughs> is what I would assume because uh-huh. she's not somebody who says anything. Right. Although I wonder if Patrick had been um, kind of instrumental in saying, you know what, you've got to um, you be gotta, more forthcoming with your dad. Yeah, you got to tell him. Yeah. So I think that should have happened. There's another piece. I mean, your thought. I mean, I think your thoughts on that are pretty clear. We were kind of in line. We were married for we. Our backstory is is we had only known each other for a couple of weeks before we decided to get married. And then, well, in well, person. In person. Yeah. There's been some – this was actual letters being written before right. then. This is how old we are. Yeah. And we had spent from the end of July to the beginning of November – before we got married. That oh. was the time we spent together before – the mar- the marriage right really August September and October yes because it was the very end of yeah, July yeah it was really and the very beginning of November it was our own ninety day world right we kind of it's our own twist to ninety day fiance yeah. if you if you look at each thing individually we're a ninety day fiance couple you were born in England yeah. I was born in America we were together ninety days we got married yeah and you were in Germany and I was here yeah so that was it. And five, we we waited five years before we had a child. Yeah. So, we think that those that was an important time. Yeah, I wouldn't change that. No. Because we really needed to establish our relationship firmly before a child enters. Because it changes the dynamic. It changes your relationship. It, and it it is a strain because things change and, and they change needed, permanently. You had decided and. I don't think I could put this on you if I – I don't think I could put my thought, my ideas for this on a woman even if I tried, especially not you. But you had made the decision that if you were going to be a mother that you were not going to work. Correct. You would be home with a child regardless. If right. you could work If I in could that, work at home, then fine. fine. If not, then I wasn't so going to work. So we needed to get me at a point where I could almost keep our head above water. Right. Financially, why we did that. And we completely split our income in half when I quit. So that would be, for us, we think that's the best thing to do. Right. We think five years is a good time. Yeah. Get financially stable. Establish Ish. a good... You're never ready. Just so... Right. I mean... <laughs> Just for the record. Yeah. there's ne- If you waited until you were ready, ready, you would never be ready. Because <laughs> we still weren't ready. Right. After five years. I think here's a big piece of news that we hadn't really talked about other than it kind of went in passing. And this was that Eve 
didn't do the paperwork for Mohammed yes. because she hadn't filed her taxes. And she had to send tax information with his papers. Right. And she hadn't done them. And so that was the holdup. Part of his catfishing thing, there's things that we have talked about on Inside Scoop with issues that have happened after their marriage. With him texting back and forth with a cameo person, and part of that text is about her taxes and her inability to pay them. Mm. So when I heard this tax thing, kind of bells went off and went, oh, she's got – she has tax problems. Like maybe lean? Well, I don't know. Maybe it would have become or, a lean. Or maybe she's late filing but if this, because this, she owed. So if the thing was going to be that she wasn't going to ever really be able to file because she couldn't pay her taxes, mm. then he was never going to be at a point where he could get his green card. Right. That had to be resolved. Right, and they didn't put that out on the show. Yes, he that's put it out. He put it out today, yes. and that went right past because Emily started yapping, and that kind of disappeared. Yeah, nobody questioned it, but I ri- I elbowed you <clears throat> in the ribs. Like, right. did you catch that? Yeah, that's the nice thing about Inside Scoop and researching all this stuff that you can almost hang on every word and know. Look, a lot of this scoop light comes out. Yeah, because a lot of this stuff we knew. I mean, it is the disadvantage between, you know, just watching the show casually and then being invested in it like we are. Yeah. Is you get something and you go, well, we already knew that. Like we pretty much know. Yeah. No, they're not together. Yeah, and we could have, well, that's not actual truth. Right. But it looks suspicious. Yeah, it's not good. There's nothing. They're not in a good place. No. So I think we look at this and the thing, the overtop of the thing is Jabri is coming in hot. hot. Right off the bat. What was his issue? I think he's just trying to get attention. Well, of course. I mean, that's just what he's trying to do. Um, what did you think about how Miona just kind of sat there right. quiet and let him do his thing, like with a smile on her face, like a little smirk? Well, it's like the reverse it's maybe why Jabri and Ari are going back and forth because they're probably close to the same person. Mm. And Binyam. That's true. But I tried to, I tried to even think about it, and you know, this cast is so dominated by American females mm-hmm. in the show yeah. that it was that there just aren't enough guys in there so the guys were all pretty quiet i mean kobe's reserved uh-huh. speaks wise when he speaks right he does. muhammad doesn't talk benny doesn't talk guillermo's a bit timid um so they're just and Bilal, he's just sitting back there it didn't look like he said too much about anybody else's business at all no looks like he's just keeping his head down and trying to get to the end and survive so, with, with his ex-wife in the room. Yeah. So Jabri comes in smoking hot and he starts with picking it with people. Ari right away. Yeah. You know, he comes right out at his family. My family's jealous of me. Right off the bat, everybody's jealous. I was rolling my him. eyes at his whole attitude when Who he came would in be, there. So let's go, let's look. And, and your answer is not allowed to be no one. 
Because he's okay. giving everybody advice like he's some authority on relationships and it's he's like an idiot. He's Stephen from Stephen and Olga. Right. Telling everybody. He's crazy. Yeah. Your answer to this question can't be nobody. Do you understand? Okay. This is the This is the, your parameters. Okay. Anything but nobody. Okay. Who would be jealous of Jabri? Ah. Uh. So what kind of person would be jealous Somebody of like him who isn't as good at putting themselves in the limelight. So be a social media influencer wannabe would be that? Somebody who thinks they can make a living at, at doing nothing? Is that, I mean, is that who it is? Because put anybody in our – we have a 23-year-old, an 18-year-old, and a 14-year-old, right? Yeah. Would any of them be jealous? And the two of no. us. There's no the two of us jealous of Jabri. No. None of our kids would be. I'm glad none of our kids is like Jabri. Right. So who is it? And it, it my, the answer really is no one. No one. <laughs> so it, it you just, gave me a loaded well, question. I, I think that just you say it to try and make it. So if you say it so much, it's that people hate because they're jealous and they really actually hate don't you. like him yes they do not like you you're not likable i think it would be people who want to be friends with influencers those would be the people that would i would want to be friends with anybody who calls him sparkles yes anyone that is great like, I will spend the rest of my time. I mean, he's well, somebody... Well, was really trying to bait him with that, wasn't he? He oh, did it great. over and over and over again. That's what I told you. I said, John, I know this guy. I could be this guy. Like, I could sit in a room and just dig at somebody until they came across the room and punched me in the face. Uh-huh. You know how to do it. John knows how to do it. John's like, um, who was it, the... Uh, um, queen from Love After Lockup yes. or Life After Lockup. It was this one. Yeah. I know how to do time. Right. John says, I know how to start a fight without starting one. Uh-huh. And it's starting. And we've already seen Jabril come and run at you. Right. And you know he's not tough. Like a sucker punch. Yeah. You know, he was slapping David in the head to get him, to bait him into, I guess, getting put into a coma. We don't believe that he was ever in a coma. Yeah, because charges would have been filed. His mom wouldn't have let that go. No. This would he be, was like 17. This is, he got beat up, possibly concussed. This is just me speculating. And the story has grown over time. Stories get bigger it happens. We yeah, his tell, mom didn't say anything about whether no, or not it happened. She would have been fearful of him and him leaving. This just would have been – it's not something you joke about. This guy put me in a coma. And why would she send him to military school unless he part instigated two. it? Part right? two of this is that didn't happen either. He, she talked about boot camp. He may have gone to one of these. She looks like the type that would send him to one of these summer uh, 
like a scared straight right. type of thing. Mm-hmm. She seems like that person. Right. He so he went away for the summer to some camp because she couldn't deal with him anymore. Is what I'm thinking. He probably instigated the fight. Right. I'm guessing. There wasn't a whole lot with Kara and Guillermo. We got to see Chris come back. This is the biggest waste of, of I guess. Yeah, that was the stupid. show. That really was dumb. I'm telling you this. I tell you what I love. I'm going to be honest. Okay, go ahead. Go on, you first. What I loved though was Kenny and uh, Tim. Tim with the pillow talk commentary mm. during mm. that was really. I think there funny. should have been more. Hopefully, yeah, it, that was really funny. Hopefully, that's more of a show that they do after. Because I think a running dialogue of it would have been better, but I didn't want them ruining this tell-all. They weren't needed. This tell-all on but its But it was own. a nice addition, it and was. they didn't use them too much. Right, that in it and out of breaks. detracted from yeah. the tell-all. We still could have used more of them. That was great, I am going to tell you this. They're funny. I have only met, I believe, one person from your past. Right. Your um, past relationships. Oh, yes. If you ever produced a guy that was anything like Chris, it would make me question. You would question our yes. whole existence. Together. Yes, I would. Right. It, it would. Look, we're in this. I'm in this for the long haul. We've been at this 27 years. But if you produced a Chris, <laughs> oh, we've never have dated a loser like that. I get it. I mean, I I did actually date huh? someone Whoa. who was in trouble a lot but it was more about i was trying to help him this is a douche this guy's a yeah. turd he's doing the yeah this, that was disgusting this is bad. yeah this is a grown At this, this is age? a grown man yeah this is that's bad it just goes to show you what a trampy Whoa. wild girl she was yeah and that she came back Party to girl. him she came I, back after after she says she broke it off yeah and she was in his bed that's she how much said, she broke it off. I don't. She's just doing. I don't want to. You can imagine. I, I'm not going to use that word of what you said live <laughs> while we were watching. But it was not very positive for her character at that time of her life. Right. That she would break up with somebody, not tell him, think they were broken up, but still go back to his bed. Yes. While. Talking to somebody else yes. about a passionate kiss. Yes. The, My I goodness, she got around. The telling part of this was that Kobe gave her a lecture about her tone. Yes, and it was exactly what I had just said to you. She did that thing where she was patronizing about, oh, I, oh, Guillermo, I don't think this is the right time for us to buy a laptop. You yes. know, she and it was it. It made me if I Very was a woman, patronizing. right? If it was a dude that did that to me, I would be allowed to go punch him in the bead on them. Yeah, but we can't do that to a pregnant woman. No, uh, nor do we condone it. No, but that tone—that's yes. it right there. Yeah, and, and I said the same thing to you right before he did. I said, you know, it's the way she says it. It's her tone. Mm-hmm. It's so patronizing. She's, you know. Trying to make him feel like a child, being chastised, being taught something. And Patrick kind of agreed with the words, but Kobe interrupted and said, no, not the words. It's the way you're saying it. It's, and 
And right. Mohammed bounced in for a second, but he didn't. He couldn't get it out right because he, he Mohammed was going in the same direction, but he couldn't complete his thought in English. And then right. Kobe came in and cleared, cleared it, it all up. up. Said, "Wow, he's the guy." You yeah. know, that was perfect. Yeah. It was the whole laptop versus toothbrush thing back mm-hmm. and forth. So that Chris. He's like white trash Jabri. You know, he comes in in a outfit and... Sunglasses yeah. inside a room. Yeah, it's all bad. Who he, does he, that? I don't know. He probably got embarrassed in there, though. I think everybody gave it to him. I don't know that he's smart enough to figure out that he did it. Yeah, and when they told him, you know, it was time for him to move on. Guillermo was cute. His whole thing at the beginning about you guys can't beat me up. Yeah, he's you know, adorable. He's I'm a lover, adorable. not a fighter type of thing. Uh-huh. It was good. Although him going to Bilal and saying, like, I want to be like you when I grow up. Oh, he did? Yeah, I that, that's that. what unleashed Patrick. He said, I want to be like you when I grow up. And they jumped in and Patrick went, oh, no, he's a salesman. Uh-huh. Now, what it made me think is Guillermo's the guy that would end up with eight sets of knives, a, a uh, three shelves full of encyclopedias. Uh-huh. You know, Guillermo would buy something from. He is the gullible right kid who who would fall for salesmen, and uh-huh. he did. He felt everyone else in the room understands that Bilal is what he is. Right. Guillermo sees him as a wise man with good words. Uh huh. And nicely dressed. Yeah. And really, what Patrick did was say, Guillermo, you just got duped. Right. Bible law. How about Shahida's appearance? How about that? Right? Like how so? Well, just in general, that she repeated almost word for word what Shahida had said. Like what Bilal is. Yes. They tried to get her to say. They lined up. Perfectly. What her Lecturing. reasons for divorcing him were almost word for word the same things that that Shaida has uh, criticized him for. Yeah, really word for word. Yep. This, yeah. If you were in a room and you said, "I divorced this guy," and this is why I divorced because, him, and then let the other woman fill in the blank. Yeah, you'd go, "Oh, is this this guy right here? He's <laughs> the one." She looked mad at her, though. I thought we were a bit surprised that there was still bad blood between them. Yeah, and it sounded like, from her description, it's between the three of them. Like, she and Bilal are on the outs as well. But what... Because she said that he owes her an apology also. Because he think, she thinks it was a misunderstanding or a miscommunication. You know what it is? Is She's Bilal got a bad prob- attitude. Bilal probably sent her in there to do this. Uh-huh. And it, that would that would make sent this... Sent the ex-wife in there? Yes. Uh-huh. Sent her in there. She then takes the heat and Bilal... For pushing the prenup? Yeah, and Bilal doesn't stand up for her and say, hey, look, you know... I sent her. I'm, I sent her in there. She was just doing my Well, I don't think she... Work. I don't think... I think she was representing herself. I also... She's that kind of person. I do think so also... Judging by where she stood on this prenup, even during the tell-all. Right. She was still giving her the business. Yep. You got nothing. You're nothing. Right. It's like she was personally invested in it completely. Yes, and that was messed up. 
her only interest in the prenup should have been with Bilal to make sure that he protected her kid's interest. That's it. That's the extent of it. She had no business ever discussing it with Shaida. That's not her place. But we think Bilal put her up to it. I mean, in general, don't we? Or I'm sure you, they had a conversation. Or could it be about mom? It. Could mom be the one? No, I don't think so. My, I think mom can represent herself. If she had yeah. something to say about but it. But you don't think she's controlling? It. You don't think that she's controlling the strings here? Mm. I, I don't think Bilal's organized mm. enough to be the ringleader of this group. I just don't. He's too busy rearranging his sock drawer. <laughs> You know, because he didn't have anything else to really worry about. So this is what he does. He struck me. You know, you get in a show, you get maybe polished snippets of him talking. Mm-hmm. We got a different yeah. side of him today. Yeah, we did. His language was a bit more... Unrefined. Yes, is what I would say. His the tense of his words. Yes, and, was incorrect. Yeah, a several lot, times. A lot of it. Words yeah. that didn't even exist. Mm-hmm. I think we were a bit. He's um, not as well spoken as we thought. No, we were not. Um, yeah, that was. And, and maybe that's why he spent so much of the shows pausing and and thinking about what he was going to say before he said it. Maybe he was trying to be very deliberate. Mm-hmm. You notice he didn't have a ring on. Mm, I did notice that. Yeah. And he definitely got one during the ceremony. Yes. We watched them put it on. Mm-hmm. So What's I up thought, with that? Yeah, I don't know. That was awfully telling. That's what I'm thinking. What do we have? Um, Ari and Binyam. I guess the other big news is that Binyam's got his green card. Yeah, that's great. And he can work. I thought it was interesting, though, that he didn't talk about trying to have a second job as a career while he's working on his fighting. Yeah, he's because that's only focusing on that. That's something he could do, I think, for him. I mean, it may be tough, but but he I mean, could, how much money is in it? He could probably he's got to provide now. Yeah, he could probably link up as a personal trainer. Um, but but I think I think important for them would be to also move. They yes. had talked about a New York move, and although that would be expensive, I think there's more people from his community in that area like we were talking about with Kobe. Uh-huh. And Binyam seems like a guy who's pretty honest. Yes. And if you were an employer, he'd be a guy you'd want to have probably on your team. Uh-huh. He's a hardworking guy. Right. Honest, high character. Yeah. He's going to... Works hard. Yeah, he's going to be... He can, would, can manage the grind. Yeah, I think he would put his head down and get through it, right? Yeah. So I don't know what he would do. I mean, you look at him, I don't know if he'd be good. You think he'd be good at sales in some way? No. He's outgoing. He is outgoing. It would have to be positive stuff. Like you couldn't, he's not like a life insurance salesman. Yeah, I don't think he'd just randomly sell stuff he didn't believe in. Right. But you could get him selling cars and, you know, isn't that something you think he could do? Maybe. Positive. Whatever it would be. I think something where it was, you could see his positivity. And uh-huh. I'm not sure you could make enough as a personal trainer, you know, at this stage, unless he hooked up with some company or uh-huh. whatever. 
it's possible, but you're not going to make a ton of money doing that yeah. to support everybody. In New York. Yeah, I just don't think. And I'm not sure what cities he could go to, but I I think New York has a little bit of everybody in it. Uh-huh. I think you'd have an Ethiopian, an Ethiopian community there would be easier to find. So she seemed, look, say what you want. And the comparison between her and Binyam and Miona and Jabri is there. And I think maybe it comes out more next week. But as as much of a Debbie Downer as Ari is. And she definitely is. Binyam's still doing what he wants. Right. Jabri's not. Mm-hmm. Jabri isn't doing what right. he wants. Right. Sounds like his band completely broke up. Right. and I it, can't wait to hear from David. It's not like uh, even that issue with the female and the trainer, you know, and that whole wrestling on the ground thing. Uh-huh. It didn't stop. She didn't stop Binyam from fighting. Right. She tried. Right. What she if complained. I asked you not to do it? Yeah, but she that didn't. Right. She didn't. She didn't demand it. Mm-hmm. And the situation didn't warrant it, so she didn't. She's not. But Miona was really pushing uh, Jabri to not be in the band. Right. It was funny because when they came out, Sean said, it's always great to see you guys. They're like the old friends of the show. Uh-huh. It, it would be. Right. So it made me think. They've been around a long it's time. It's been a while. It has. I'm, I guess Two. I'm probably, we're happy not to see them on HEA. It's like, okay, we could use a break. And we think Ari needs a break from the cameras. You've been seeing, I've been showing you her Instagram videos lately. She's still, you, you know, doesn't take much time. Yeah. She doesn't spend much time on herself. Yeah. You don't have to. I get it. But, um, you know, that's just where it's at. Yeah. (laughs) But I thought it was funny. Always good to see you guys. He's got his green card, and Jabri says, I have $100,000 right now. Oh, my goodness. And I will let you put me in a coma. (laughs) There's no – you know, he's just out. Because what you do is – you know, you'd sell tickets, and I said that I would buy this ticket. <laughs> You're funny. I would. I would spend forty nine ninety nine to watch Binyam kick the crap out of Jabri. It'd have to be a good undercard because this would only last seconds. seconds. <laughs> Here's what would happen. Jabri would get hurt five seconds into the fight. And say that he lost because he gave up. He because he, he got hurt. And mm-hmm. if he was fine, then you know we'll fight again, and I'll get you. That that's that. He's that guy. Uh-huh. It's just a show. He's just he's just selling tickets, uh-huh. and that's what he's trying to do. Everything for him is about turning a buck. Uh-huh. Every by not working. Uh, every name he mentions on Instagram, all of it, it's still all of a shtick to get more people following him and listening and peddling whatever he's trying to peddle. Binyam's not that guy. Mm-hmm. Binyam said about 15 words the whole time. Right. Which I have a problem with. Debris was on Ari pretty hard. He was. 
And I said to you, I think, with the situation with uh, Binyam not defending her, is probably related to the fact that she's such an alpha in the relationship Mm. that he's used to just sitting quietly while she does and says whatever. Mm. But for for him to come out and blatantly just hit her from the start, she's the – look, other than Emily, she's probably the easiest target in the room. Yeah, because nobody likes her because she's horrible. And she's probably the weakest in the room, right? She has some baggage with her. Uh-huh. I think it's probably unfair of Jabri to pick on her. Uh-huh. And, and it probably should have been stopped a little sooner. And and Binyam knows that. And I think he should have said enough. Yeah. Because that's all he has to say. Right. All he has to do is look at Jabri and say enough. You know, because when you're him... When you when you're the toughest guy in the room, uh-huh. you don't have to say a lot. He could just look at him, a look, and say enough. Yeah, it's time for you to stop. And he means it. Uh huh. I mean, Jabreed probably, you know, peacock around a little bit, but you know, he'd win a fight. His the bark only, is way worse than his bite. Yeah, he'd have trouble winning a fight with Patrick. It'd be different, right? Be just because Patrick's so big, and if he got his hands on you, it would be tough. Mm-hmm. But a guy like Patrick, you just run around for about twenty seconds, and then have a Patrick carefully calculated blow. <laughs> Patrick is out of air because mm-hmm. he's been chasing you. Yeah, he's weakened, and then you got to go in and and for the kill. Put him in some kind of choke headlock hold. or something. Yeah, you got to put him in a rear naked choke, and everybody's got a neck. So that's why that move's so effective, and that's why everybody uses it. Mm-hmm. So that's what he would do. I was not happy with Binyam just because he wasn't standing up for her. And I think as a couple, you have to recognize when your spouse is under fire. Yeah, I'm not sure, though, that she like would have wanted him to because she kind of has the I can take care of myself attitude. You I know what it. I mean? He didn't have to say much. Because she's another dominating character. Yeah, and you do have to play that a little carefully about a man, you know, some women at this point. Yeah, I don't need a man to take care of me. Right. right. But I think at this point, when you're being being attacked by another man. She was defending herself, though. It's not like she was, you know, cowering. It's not like Colt. Oh, here we go. This is a lot of names I'm going to have to go... It's not like Colt going after Fernanda or Fernand going after Fernanda for her argument with Larissa, right? Mm-hmm. Colt didn't need to do and when when what happened when Fernanda went in there, Jonathan came in and stepped be, kind of stepped between and uh-huh. said, "Hey, look, you know, back off." Right. And and that's I think was enough. Colt wasn't going to listen and Colt wasn't fighting anybody. So I wasn't too worried about that. But I just think that's something they probably, probably should have done. Um, We got um, Emily and Kobe, not a whole lot there. We got the kid. We got Emily seemed to have a nice spray tan. Yeah, that was uh, 
kind of intense. Yeah, we noticed that right away. I said it didn't look like a natural tan. It looked like a spray tan. Yeah. It was too dark. Yeah. It was nice to see that he's also got his green card and yes. probably had it for a while. I could tell from his videos that he's put out that he was in a construction field in some way. So mm-hmm. looks like he's a QC manager. Yeah, we looked and saw him technician. In, in a reflective vest. And we said, well, he's in a warehouse or construction so or something. So what typically happens here is he's going to be out in normally a, a truck somewhere. And as asphalt comes to the site, he either QCs it before it leaves but nobody really cares what it's like before it leaves. Everybody cares what it's like when it arrives on the site. Mm-hmm. So more than likely, he works for a third party that would take samples of the asphalt as it's being laid. Mm-hmm. And and they would then go test it. More common for concrete than asphalt um, for um, compression and density and moisture content and that kind of stuff. So... But that's what he does. That is uh, – it's not um, – I'm going to assume dad knows something and dad knows somebody and probably helped him get that job. You think? It would be tied to that world a little bit. So I'm not surprised. It's not um, so much even an entry-level position. And there's some, mm. there's some trust that has to be there and you kind of work independently. So mm. – um, and everything about him – of all the people in the show, he did the best to improve himself. Yeah. We already thought highly of him. Right. And he did even more. He never got excited. Yeah, I really think he's a good guy. He dropped his pants. All the way around. That was so funny. Yeah, he probably didn't need to do that. But so, but he did it. And he looked like he was hesitant to do it. But that was something. But it looks like she planned for yes. him to do it. He came in with those drawers and there was no doubt about it. Um, I think for us, finally, um, I guess we talked a bit about Patrick and Thais, but um, more in passing, that John came in there. I loved that Patrick says, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I literally (laughs) don't have any idea. Yeah, you were laughing. Jabri accused him of being drunk. Your thoughts? Um, he didn't seem intoxicated. Not to say that he hadn't had a drink. He probably had. Or, or six. But it's, he's so immune because he drinks all the time that I don't think it, you know, affected him Yeah. more than normal. Yeah, he didn't seem too far out than normal. It's, the only reason I think it would be, and it could have been by editing, is he walked right into the room and said, I spilled the beans, even before they asked him. They didn't even let the question get asked before Uh he said, I told everybody about it may have been me during a drunken stupor Uh that I told everybody. I don't remember. So they didn't get to – I think they wanted to slow play that a little bit. But John came right out. He came right out with it. He came right out with sorry. They said, you know, you were kind of treating Thais poorly. He goes, yeah, you know what? I probably was. I'm sorry about that. Just everything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Do you think that... I I got the impression maybe they're not actually still living together. Well, oh, that's the other bit of news. I was trying to go with... I I thought, you know, there are four things that... It's what I get for taking bad notes. 
they're not in Dallas anymore. Right. Las Vegas. That's the big story. I can't believe I didn't write that down. So they went from Austin to Dallas and then from Dallas already to Vegas. What did they do with the house they just bought? Well, I'm thinking it wasn't a buy. It probably, I'm sure. It Which was a would condo. explain why there was no decorating at all. I'm guessing it was a condo. Looking at the pictures, yeah, that's what it looks so like. So he probably got out of it. There's a buyout in it, and he's gone. I'm assuming his little job. There are some questions about the company that he was working for, mm-hmm. and some of their sales practices, and some stuff that they were doing. So. He maybe seems he like out. a guy with his sales experience that may be lined up with a company that could be questionable. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me. And he knows all the sales moves, so, uh-huh. you know, he's um, a valuable sales guy, I would imagine. I wouldn't think he – and he didn't think he was possible to be a dad. Right. So. I said to you, man, he must have really been hitting the steroids – pretty intensely to make himself sterile right i mean that's you know high doses yeah and for a while yes i mean for a year before for him to be like that that had to be i mean that had to be a big deal yeah i mean he that they even checked yeah so he went and got tested and then didn't tell her yeah that was the the two of them do not communicate well. They do and not. And it's not a language barrier. His language skills and hers are more than good enough right. to handle more than talking adequate. about these things. Yeah. Yeah, and he speaks her language fluently. Yeah, I mean, decently. But this, these aren't complicated things. I'm having a problem down here. <laughs> I'm thinking you could talk to somebody you didn't even know the language with and... So, obviously, that had something to do with them not um, even using the Brandon method or the Kobe method uh-huh. of of protection. But these two do not need to be having kids. Yeah. Just not. But the, he kept a secret. She kept a secret. Yeah, I was thinking to myself that... He kind of keeps stuff from her like she keeps stuff from her father. It's like they're all afraid of confrontation right. or conflict. But it doesn't make it better to avoid it because it's that much worse when yeah. the truth comes to light. And the truth always comes to light. And this time it comes to light when she goes through his cell phone. Yeah. Which is, you know, a whole nother thing. And that, I tried my darndest to put a timeline together for when this all happened and who did what when and who was with who and, and she he said her timeline was wrong they were just all talking in circles but the big deal was that nothing happened he's innocent because he was too drunk and couldn't perform <laughs> i would wonder how drunk he said there were a few he attempts would have to be or a couple of attempts I I just I can't comprehend that. And this is not that kind of podcast, so I don't want to go along that line. I probably shouldn't comment. You should not probably okay. comment on this. On I was that say- note, we are <laughs> that way. I we're running a fine line of running into Cara and Guillermo's Chris here. So okay. it's possible, is what you're saying. It is possible. He'd have to really be drunk. I yes. Would imagine. So. But he, for him, like probably close to blacking out. This would of. be excusable. Well, nothing happened. 
you know, these are all, even at his age, he's just, they're just kids, right? Mm-hmm. Except for he's been married before. So he's out just, you know, doing whatever. I'm so glad that we're married. <laughs> and that I missed out on most of that, mm-hmm. you know? I I wish that I had skipped some of that stuff. Well, so, I mean, you think, what are the years? The years are 18 to, you know, 23. It's that yes. little window, and it's probably, it's like Thaisa's window. But Patrick should be past that window. Oh, yes. Kara was in that window at that time. So things right. that happen there. Yeah. I understand. Where you don't have the best judgment. I understand that people are different between that age. Right. You don't, you know, but, look into the future the way that you do when you get older. But you got to snap out of it. Yes, you do. You don't have to, but then you turn into whatever. I don't even say cult. But you turn into those guys or those girls, whatever you want to be. Those are formative years. If you can get through that period without issues happening, you know. Then then you go, man, that was wild and crazy and stupid. I wish I hadn't done that. Glad I made it through there. Right. Glad that Kara didn't end up having issues with chris because right. that would have just been trouble yeah imagine if she'd had a kid with him an oops i mean i don't see we don't see patrick and thais being able to make it if yeah. they cannot find a way to communicate and talk with each other yeah so i love that thais called that jabri's gonna want to fight with somebody yeah even before the show yes started. that was great i don't remember having all seven couples there ever there's no Zoom, nobody on. I mean, they they were Zoom before Zoom was a thing. I mean, this mm-hmm. was it, they were they were doing Zoom. Yeah. I love John. That whole banter at the end about him and Jabri and fighting. And yeah, that was great. Sparkles. Them one line in each other back and forth, and John just looking at him and saying. This is not how that story ends. Yeah, that was great. This is over. This is I know how to do time. <laughs> this is not how that story ends. This is great. It's super. And that did you see that um And Jabri kind of backed off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he knows they're not going to fight. Rightly so. I thought the most telling statement, I think when they were talking about Kobe, there was I think Emily and Kobe and they talked about if Kobe even touches Emily, she gets pregnant. Yeah, so they're not doing it anymore. <laughs> right. So, and Shaida piped up and said, you know, Bilal is the pro at not be- being able to get somebody pregnant. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So I think Tell All Part 2 is Should be probably going to be as fun because we're going to get Emily, right? We're going to get more Emily. I think it might be mostly Emily and, and Jabri. Uh-huh. Is probably what we're going to get most of. And so that could be really fun. This was fun. It was. It was really good. I think the normal 90 Day Fiance show kind of drags on sometimes. Yeah. This was this over. Was filled. And you said, is it yeah. over already? I was like, wow, it's already over? We're, how did an hour and a half go by? Yeah. Yes. So that's that should tell you. That makes yeah. it good. It was good. We really get, we watch these shows to get to this point. Yes. It was fun. We'll have a full slate of shows this week. And I can only imagine if you listen to our personal podcast, that would have been yesterday. 
you heard everything that happened. What happens to us is when we get ahead of the game, like show watching, podcasting, we think things are going well. Yeah, then trouble ensues. That's when something happens. So we're, I don't believe in a jinx. But But if a jinx is a thing. (laughs) Yeah, we're about to find out. We're screwed. We're about to find out. So we would like to thank you, all of you who have reached out to us. Thank you for those who have subscribed, those who have emailed us. Um, tell us your thoughts. You should see us on Twitter. I guess is the easier place to find us because um, I try to do a better job there. But um, that's the best place to find us. If you want to complain about the way you pronounce somebody's name, that would probably be a good place too. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an Apple channel. We have a Patreon and we have a supercast. Um, reach out to us. We have a we do this same exact thing for Real Housewives, but under a whole separate podcast. So, if you're a Real Housewife fan and you're just finding us, um, poke around, look in the show notes. You'll find us. Um, you'll find us doing those shows too. We do an inside scoop for them. We do a show recap each week, and um, I think that's all. And I love Real Housewives. Yeah, she does. And so we also do a reality roundup, which we pick four shows. Currently, it is Love After Lockup or Life Life After After Lockup. Well, that's the show. Yeah. Life After Lockup, we do Seeking Sister Wife. We do, right now, Family Chantel. And I'm drawing. Soon to be replaced. Oh, we we were doing Little People, Big World. Little People, Big World. We were doing family. Uh, the Welcome to Plasville. Right. We're Those about. Just ended. We're about to start Sister, Sister Wives. Wives, and we're going as a twist. We're going to put sixty days in in the mix. Mm-hmm. So, and we will be covering HEA when it comes out in two weeks. So stick around for all of that. Thank you for listening. You can hear additional 90-day Real Housewives and personal podcast content on Patreon, Supercast, or our Apple channel. Just search for Couple with Chaos in any of those three platforms or see the instructions and links in the show notes. You can also find us on all the socials at Coupled with Chaos. Email us directly at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. 